Welcome back, Norfolk Enjoyers. You are listening to Season 3, Episode 10 of the Norfolk and Good Podcast. I'm Steph. And I'm Andrew. This week we thought we would return to a, um, a subject very close to our hearts and our tummies, food. <laughs> very good topic. We do, we do like to talk about food and drink in oh, Norfolk yes. and there is such a wonderful um, spectrum of food and drink to try. There is, lots. So lots loads to talk about. Yeah. Um, well, something we haven't talked about um, since we started the podcast um, back in lockdown last January is um, the kind of higher end dining. We yeah. might call it. We have called. We've called it fine dining. I was. I, I was wondering whether you were trying not to use the word. Fine. <laughs> I don't know whether it's a bit old fashioned. I don't know, but I'm thinking when I picture fine dining, so I think about the kind of places you'd go for perhaps uh, a special meal out, like an anniversary or a birthday yeah. or um, Valentine's Day that's obviously coming up really soon. Um, somewhere that's sort of a bit fancier, perhaps a bit pricier. Yeah, yeah. A bit yeah. posher. Yeah. And, um, that sort of vibe? And, and I, I picture it as a, some nice white plates with the food sort of well presented on those white Very plates. Well I, pre- I think I'm living in the 80s because I also see kind of cut glass crystal and white napkins. <laughs> Where have I been time? dining? Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. Honestly, yeah. I haven't dined anywhere that's had any of those things for a long time. But, um, that was yeah. like the Forte Post House back in the 80s, <laughs> wasn't it? On Ipswich Road. No, I never went there. Yeah. Which was <laughs> I think no, but I think no, but I think there are two two trains of thought. But in general, you're sort of thinking of the kind of food that um, yeah, if you go out to celebrate a big birthday, perhaps you might. These days, the the line is blurred a lot more. I think these days, but you know, you still think of perhaps if you're going to push the boat out, going somewhere really special yeah. for a treat um, or an afternoon tea or something like that. Somewhere you wouldn't necessarily go in kind of flip flops and frayed denim shorts. <laughs> <laughs> For example, yeah. <laughs> you know I'm always you? in my flip flops and frayed shorts. <laughs> Bondi Andy, they yeah. call you, don't they? <laughs> Not today. You freeze. Um. So yeah, so that's kind of that's yeah. the vibe we're going to talk about. Now there are there are though there are there is a there is a distinction. There are some of that kind of high end restaurants, and there are some in Norfolk. We've got a couple of restaurants that have uh, attracted Michelin stars. There, yes. Traditionally, are yeah. seen as you know the yeah. pinnacle of eatery uh, success. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, um, yeah. And you wouldn't perhaps take your kids there, maybe. I don't know, unless they're very well behaved <laughs> <laughs> and, and ate everything <laughs> and ate everything you paid for as well. Um, and you weren't just throwing your money away. Um, yeah, so that kind of vibe. Yeah, and I think uh, it is fairly blurred now. There's not a before. It's like they were. Up, up there, weren't mm. they? And then it was a while, and you got down to the other places to, to eat, which are fabulous as well. Mm. But now, yeah, everybody, the, the quality well, also seems if you, to be increasing everywhere. Also, it? if you go out to eat, actually, I was thinking back, and actually some of the um, uh, kind of big family meals we've had recently have been in, yeah. play, in pubs. Yeah. You know, we've, we haven't been to somewhere uber fancy like that no, for no. quite some time. For I mean, while. admittedly, you yeah. know, the pandemic has kind of put the kind of yeah the mockers on that as well anyway but i think um but yeah sort of and even even wedding food has changed loads in that people now oh, have don't. things like sausage and mash yeah. and tiny jacket potatoes and even things like fish and chips don't they yeah, rather than so that much. kind of multi-course 
food that you might get at a university ball or something. Yeah, I think, and it's all about, like, like you spoke about the Michelin style, it's all about the, 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 the quality of the food, the quality of the ingredients, mm. um, and, um, and how it is the standard it's presented all the time, basically. Mm. But, and the also the service that. as well, though. Yeah. So, for yeah. example, in a more casual dining place, you might not be served by somebody who's kind of dressed up in the kind of traditional black and white waiter-waitress style or, or something like that. Silver service and all that sort of silver thing. Silver service, yeah. yes. Yeah. Is, that a, is that an indicator of a fine dining restaurant? Mm. And that's a good one, actually. A good question. Yeah. Listeners, do you have an opinion on this? If, if there's silver service, is it fine dining? Where have where have you dined that's fancy in Norfolk that you've enjoyed? <laughs> well, of course, your food is very fancy. <laughs> oh, you! <laughs> and now you shall continue to receive it. Yeah. <laughs> I try. <laughs> well, uh, I was thinking back, and um, uh, and the last one, which was a family occasion, mm. um, and we uh, we ate at Brastids. Ah. Yes. Over in Framing Piggly. Was that for your parents' wedding anniversary? Yeah. 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 And that was silver service, wasn't it? And actually, yeah. they're a really good example of not completely inaccessible fine dining. You know, it's not no, no, kind no, no. of the Ritz or something like that in terms of pricing, but you probably wouldn't necessarily eat there perhaps all the time. But it's very high quality, lovely service. Yeah. Really lovely service. Yes. Yeah. Really good. Really yeah. Very professional the whole I think and the food is, is amazing yeah, I think I they're like a popular the choice actually for fancy meals and celebratory meals out as well I think when I've spoken to people in the past who follow us on social media and that sort of thing they've said they had their wedding at Brasted's or they they had their anniversary dinner at yeah. Brasted's and that kind of thing so yeah. yeah good shout and it was delicious it was yeah, yeah. We, we need to we need to revisit these things yeah, and the boys came obviously came out because it was a family event, and uh, yes, and, and they, they were very were, good. And actually, it was really nice because the way they were treated as a guest, yes, yeah, um, by by the people, the the waiting staff, yes, was yeah, exceptional as well, wasn't it? Yes, they yeah. weren't patronised for being children or no. or dumbed down or anything like yeah. that. No, you're yeah. right. It was really very very respectful, excellent customer service. Yeah, yeah which yeah. I think is a mark of. You know, you would expect that if you're paying high end prices for the food, you expect yeah. good food and you expect good service. Exceptional service, yeah. Place I really like, um, which we've got to give a mention to, is the Neptune in Old Hunt Stanton. Yeah. Got Mission Star. <laughs> They've had it for ages. They've had it for they ages, have. actually, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. the chef there, he's had many in his time. He has. I think he's had he's them in previous. Isle of Wight. He was in yeah. the Isle of Wight, wasn't yeah. he? And um, yeah, and um, yeah, and he came to Norfolk. Oh, it must have been. Oh my oh, goodness, fifteen? No, like ten to fifteen years ago. Now we've been yeah. we've Darryl been working for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Kevin and Jackie, who run the net, you know, absolutely lovely, and the food's absolutely delicious. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, really we went nice there, didn't we? And. Oh, I've never tasted food like it, actually. <laughs> it's a lovely it's unbelievable. little place. Yeah, yeah, it's a very intimate little restaurant. It doesn't have a vast number of tables, right. but they go to exceptional, uh, extensive levels um, to deliver uh, unique and exceptional service and the quality of the experience is, you can, you know, you can see why they deserve to have a Michelin star, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, we talk about things to do and you, that you must do mm. in Norfolk. And I think that is, you've, you've definitely got to go and experience it just once. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely worth a look. Yeah. Um, where else have we enjoyed? Well, we have also enjoyed mm-hmm. um, the Grove uh, in Cromer. 
Ah, oh, yes, yeah. yeah, another good shout. Um, yeah. They've got at least two a- two AA Rosette restaurant, I, I think, think so. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which really is always nice a good restaurant. sign. It's a, again, that's a really good thing to search for as well. Mm. Is, is the AA Rosettes? That yes. Got. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's you know they have to jump through a lot of hoops to get those awards. They're not easy. No. And it requires a level of continuity, a high, you know, a continuity of quality. Yeah. Um, and the restaurants that sort of bother to go forward for them and then retain them, I think it shows it's a remarkable investment in time and effort as well as culture. So yeah, um, it's worth trying them once. I think I, the, the nice thing about the Grove is it's a fabulous location, obviously, in Chrome. I mean, the, the yeah, Neptune's yeah. in Old Transantum, which is also great. You can have a walk on the beach. If you go for Sunday yeah, lunch or something like that, really yeah. nice coastal location. The Grove... And the good thing about the, the Grove now is that if you don't want to go to their fine dining restaurant, they've got Sundown yep. out in the TP kind of thing, yeah. Um, yeah. which we went and dined in last well. summer with the kids, which yeah. was really nice. But we've been to the restaurant, and that's a great shout for a nice birthday meal out or something. Or, oh, it, it definitely, yeah, yeah. Up, on the, up on the coast there. Fabulous. Now we're going to transport us back to Norwich again. Okay. <laughs> and um, a little while back... We did this one as Bishops. Oh, yes. Yeah, Bishops. Bishops. It's St Andrew's Hill. Yes, that's it. Yes, St Andrew's Hill, that little yeah. comedy road up there. Yeah, the comedy road. little comedy road. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Beautiful looking restaurant as well. It and, is, yeah. Yeah, and we had a really lovely meal in there, didn't we? It was really nice, actually. Yeah, yeah really, really nice. I just remember, it was a while back, so um, I can't remember very many details, but I do remember the feeling afterwards, and it was... The feeling of just having had a really lovely experience. I remember yeah. coming out of there, and it wasn't just the food. Actually, interestingly, at Bishops, it was also, as I remember rightly, things like the wine stood out for me. The whole experience there was really, for want of a better word, you really felt. Well, I was going to say posh, but you, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, you felt treated, and I yeah. quite like that. I think if you're talking about fine dining or whatever you want to call it, if you're going to spend your hard-earned cash on a meal out. You want to feel special. You want to feel looked after. You want to feel treated. You want the food to be, you know, the whole experience. Yeah. When you come away, the, yeah. it's like the food experience of going to a spa, you yeah. know? from the moment you walk through the door. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and I too. felt that at Bishop's. Yeah. And the decor in there as well. Yes, yeah. It gives that air of uh, a really Fancy. good <laughs> meal out. Yeah, <laughs> really fancy Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Fanciness. Fanciness. Yeah, so that's Bishop's. Uh, and another one, Norwich, is Stout Grange. Yes, yeah, Sarah Grange. Is... Yeah, I've got a lot of love for Sarah Grange, actually. Yeah, Out Drayton Way. Yeah, just love... Uh, well, I love looking at Sarah Grange anyway. When you beautiful. drive past and you see how beautiful it is. Yeah. But, yeah, but um, yeah, we've eaten there. Lovely place, actually. Again, they really know their onions when it comes to customer service mm. and delivery. And I like the way they've got a kind of slightly more traditional vibe. They're not kind of vying for the contemporary market in a way, but in yeah. a good way. So they also do a lot of weddings there, and so they are very well versed at you know the the whole three plus courses scenario, the yep. excellent waiter service, um, the way the table, and that is a place where you would get kind of crystal glass glasses and the napkins, the real cloth napkins and all yeah. of that kind of thing, the lovely fresh flowers on the table. And again, I've spoken to lots of people over the last few years, and it's a really popular destination for weddings, anniversaries. Yeah birthday dinners that kind of thing yeah definitely 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 up there if i was planning one of those yeah yeah lovely place and like you said you couldn't go super modern in there could you because of the building itself yes there's a lot of history there and it's got and obviously it's nice it's out of town so there's no problem parking 
Um, and Richard and Jane, who runs Daryl Grange, are just lovely as yeah. well. Yeah, fabulous job. What else have you got on your list? Have you got anything else? Yeah, oh my, yeah I, I have actually. Yeah. <laughs> One of it, which, which is a bit of a, a sidestep, mm. um, but it's kind of like fine, relaxed dining, mm. is Coke Brasserie. Ah, uh, Which yes. we are a bit of a fan of. Is that Exchange yeah. Street? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I like Coke. The thing I like about Coke is it's kind of, it's sort of. Um, Sly fine dining. Yeah. So it is. I I think it's really quite high a high quality foodie offering. So when you go, you are really made to feel special. Yeah. But the price tag is shockingly good value. Yeah. And they I even have set that. menu deals that are like ridiculously. Not. Yeah. I don't want to say inexpensive. I don't know cheap. You know, but but not cheap. I don't. That's unfair. But but you know, you can't. I honestly don't know how they do it. It is so. Um, they are obviously a very small chain. Yeah. They're not an enormous chain, um, uh, but they're a small, relatively focused in East Anglia, I think, aren't they? They've got one in Cambridge and a couple of other places. But yeah. they do French food inspired by sort of French brasseries and that kind of thing. The, but the service is amazing and wonderful. Well, I just find it, well, yeah, when I'm eating it, it just gives that air, doesn't it, of, of, uh, of fine dining. And being sort of special. With, with, yeah, with the... the, the Tables, the cutlery used, the glassware. Yes. Yeah. It's like food matters, yeah. I think, and drink as well. It's like food matters. They come out with, and the, the waitresses and waiters normally, if memory serves me well, they're dressed in the kind of traditional kind of black and white outfits. Yeah. Come out with everything yeah. on a silver tray. Yeah, yeah. Usually so that I'm thinking, good God, how is this going to make it to the table without <laughs> it all crashing all over the floor? Um, you know, they really believe in the kind of the the Key Royale aperitif hmm. don't they yeah. water on the table in ceramic bottles oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, lovely yeah. yeah the olives the sundries the bread it's, it is yeah. very European it's, it's yeah it is there it's up it's, it's up there I think it's, it's a place I'd go for for I something special I wouldn't, go, yeah, I wouldn't be going there every well you say that but we've actually gone there for brunch with the kids and that was just as and again like we talked about with Brastids and I think this is a real mark of quality is treating everyone with that level of respect um, the kids were made to feel welcome yeah. and they stepped up accordingly because they're not patronised and they're not made to feel like they're children and don't belong there they were made to feel really welcome we had enjoyed a really fabulous brunch there mm. and it was a really enjoyable experience from start to finish so what you're saying for you <laughs> I could eat there it's not just <laughs> the food Hmm. Not just the food, it is the whole the whole picture basically, isn't it? I think I think yeah. so. I mean obviously you expect that from any good dining out experience, but particularly if you're paying more money, I'd expect it to be a level up. But having said that, there are some award winning restaurants where aren't they're sort of anecdotally aren't like those chefs and the waiters like really cross all the time, practically sling your food at you and this kind of thing. And but people the go there is, on purpose. Well, yeah. but also they go yeah. there for that kind of entertainment yeah. almost, that kind no, of level definitely. of circusness about yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for me I think yeah, I think it's really nice. I, I think places shouldn't be pretentious. All should be welcome. You know, obviously if you if you do rock up in your cut off shorts and flip flops then perhaps there will be some places that do turn you away or ask you to put a jacket on hmm. or something like that yeah. fair enough if that's their, their house policy but I think everyone should be treated if you're coming to spend your money in a restaurant it doesn't matter how fancy or award winning it is you should all be treated with a level of, of respect and politeness and attention hmm. attentiveness is really yeah. important and then yes the food should be good quality it should be 
for me, this is, it should be well presented, delicious. And I think then you don't resent paying a higher price for it. Yeah. You believe you've had a great experience for that. And I think if you go out for a special meal and you choose somewhere like this, a slightly higher end restaurant or whatever, then that's what you, you expect and want. Yeah, obviously, we're only mentioning the ones that we've actually um, experienced ourselves. Yes, there are yeah. lots of others. And, and we've and tried really hard, but we can't eat oh, out God. all the time. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I know. Sad times. Um, but we, we are looking to you know, get yeah, out there and try a lot more, aren't we? Always. Um, but I think you made contact with our with um, our Insta followers. I did. I um I asked the Insta. Um, so you can find <laughs> our, our Instagram account at Enjoying Norfolk. Um, we're also on Twitter and Facebook, and we do like to interact with our community. Um, now they can always be relied upon to provide a wealth of suggestions. So I said, good, where good. do you like to go for fine dining or sort of yeah. special meals? So here are some suggestions. So I'll just hit you with some suggestions, nice. and you can tell me whether you've been there, whether you've got a comment, whether I agree you... with it. <laughs> That's a bit controversial. <laughs> I don't know about judging the followers' feedback. I don't know how well that will go down. Um, but uh, yeah. but but perhaps there's some ideas for us in there. So, um, yeah. uh, Allium in Downham Market. Ooh. It's an interesting one. I've never heard of that, I don't think. No. Yeah, it's one to look at. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. Indeed. Um, the Victoria at Holcomb. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously yeah. we're really familiar yeah. with it. Haven't dined there for absolutely ages. It's always heaving. Yeah. To be honest with you, when we yeah. go past, you could never get a table. So yeah, we'd actually have to yeah get in there again and see what it's all about. Mm. Uh, Mawson Hall. Well, yeah, I, I I know members of the family have been there. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd love to try out, but um, we just it, haven't it, been. Yeah. We just haven't been. Yeah, they're also yeah. recipients of a uh, uh, Michelin star, aren't they? Uh, Galton Blaston. Yes. Is the chef owner of yeah. Mawson Hall and is held in really, really high regard locally oh, yeah. and also in the wider world. Um, perhaps one one for one day, one for the to-do list. Yes, yes. A special date or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Bishops, somebody's mentioned again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough, good, yeah. Good. Uh, another vote for the Victoria Holcomb from um, Miss C. Blomfield. Okay. Uh, the Right Love Bite, Roger Hickman's. Ah, now we did eat yeah. at Hickman's once, didn't we? A long, long, long Ooh. time ago. Long we time did. ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to rack my brains. <laughs> Steph has told me we did. <laughs> we did. We did. Yes, again, yes. held in high regard. Um, yeah. Worth a revisit. And yeah, I've heard good definitely. things about it. Lots of people choose to go there for special meals out and that sort of thing, don't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we, we've definitely got, to, definitely got to get back out to there. I'm yeah. not sure if the Right Love Bite are working... Um, Four fine dining restaurants in Norwich, but they've actually submitted two responses. <laughs> oh, have they? What's the so, other one? Uh, Bishops, again. Ah. Yep, yep. Cool. Favourite of Gunton Arms. Yes. Yeah, Sal Blatt yeah, says Gunton yeah. Arms. I have heard really good things about the Gunton Arms. Again, yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, I think we've been in there a long, long time ago when it was under previous ownership, that long ago. Oh, we went there, yeah, under previous ownership. I've, it's a lot fancier now, I've been it? in there for a drink. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. When I've been up that way. It's often in the national press... As yeah. a as a, a nice fine place to eat and stay is is yeah, just there as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Mawson Hall again, uh, yeah. Bluestone Row, uh, Meadow Suite in Holt. Mm, not familiar. Mm. We have to Google all these places and yeah. see if we can check them out. Tempting. And then someone's actually I can't read that one. <laughs> they've suggested somewhere and then they put it back. It's but it's not really fancy. Oh. <laughs> so I don't think I should read that. You're not allowed to read that. I can't read that. No. Well, no, we're moving on oh, to okay. um. Tell me later. It's Rob, is it not? Who also says bishops. Yeah. 
Bishops is getting a good run. Indeed. Yeah. Tracy K. Fletcher, the wildebeest. In State Code, of course. Uh, yes. No, now. Mm. Yeah, I have eaten the wildebeest. Yes, but it wasn't under, uh, under present ownership. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. probably a... But it was under. really... Really good, and I'd love to go back. We should do, we should do that. Yes, the wildebeest. Uh, I remember has always been up there when people have mentioned really good places to eat around Norwich and Norfolk. Yeah. Um, haven't been there for a while, so I don't know whether that's still the case. But anyway, according to Tracy K. Fletcher, it is. Yeah, they have the they have the swan at Ingham as well, don't they? Do they? Yeah, same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, CJKPM says the Brisley Bell, especially for Sunday roasts. Uh, uh, Sunday roast is a good call. That's an interesting one because actually Sunday roast is probably the most mm. common meal people will go to for places that are of a higher end of dining because they tend to do it as a family and as a kind of a big event kind of meal. Is a Sunday roast fine dining? If it's done well. I mm. think so. I think so. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. What do you think, listeners? Let us know. Yeah. Uh, Audi underscore Hedgehog, Morstan Hall, again. Yeah. And uh, this is one familiar with you. Kit Maisie. You may know this name. Kit Maisie, my goodness. Kit Maisie, <laughs> my goodness, your mum. Um, Kester Hall. Ah, is she dropping hints? Is what I'd like to know. She is. <laughs> she is. She. She actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's dropping. She wants to go again. Obviously. I didn't know she'd actually sent an answer. In, no, so no, this no. is a complete surprise to me. How reading cheeky, them back. Hey? She only went last week. Well, I, I suppose she is in a good position to inform us then. Well, uh, uh, she apparently she, she had a fabulous lunch there <laughs> and it is run by Brastards now. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That's a fairly recent... Is that a fairly recent yes, introduction? Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they also do the catering at Langley Abbey, I would yep. say. Langley Abbey yeah. went to a family wedding there a couple of years ago. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, she's obviously hinting to be taken there again. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> the gauntlet is down. Yeah. Over to my sister's... You can pay for that one. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I'd like to go. I'd like to go to Casey Wallace. Yeah, I pass it because um, sometimes our eldest son runs out at the Roman, uh, the Roman town in Casey's and Edmund, so we pass yeah. it. And I sort of had a look over there and stuff, and I saw that brass is. It's very. It's very. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Fabulous. We we should. Um, yeah, we should get out there and so, um, try it. Yeah. So I mean, they are. There's some suggestions. Some we've mentioned. Some we haven't. Yeah. Definitely. I think what it serves to illustrate is again. As always, when we talk about restaurants and food in Norwich and Norfolk, the the there's wealth of places to eat and drink and dine. Yeah, um, it's, it's unbelievable. I don't know whether we could um, cover all of them, basically. In a lifetime or with our bank balance? Probably the right. latter. <laughs> No, but it's, it is amazing. There are, and there, you know, there are loads of places on there that we didn't even mention or discuss. And these are just yeah. with us focusing on what we perhaps consider high end places you'd go for a special Sunday lunch or so a special a lot, family meal. It? Yeah, and yeah. so you know that's beyond all the other places that you'd eat in a kind of more everyday, relaxed, kind of casual dining setting. So we're very lucky. We are. We are very lucky indeed. And um, one I've kept back mm. for obvious reasons. Yes, an obvious omission, <laughs> <laughs> um, which we love. Yes, yep. Um, is um, Titchwell Manor. Titchwell Manor. Yes, you may have been yes. listening and thinking, why have they mentioned Titchwell Manor? I know there is reason. There is <laughs> a reason behind that madness. Um, obviously, fabulous. Oh. I love going to Titchwell Manor. Beautiful, yes, love going beautiful out. food. Uh, but we thought, why why should we tell you about it when we could talk to um, the chef owner himself, Eric Snape? Definitely. Welcome, Eric. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. Good to be here. 
Go, go. Um, on this lovely sunny sunny morning, um, would you mind just sort of telling us a bit about um, about yourself and and what you do? Yeah, so um, uh, from Titchwell Manor Hotel, the hotel family run business, we've been there thirty three years. Oh wow! Um, so that that was sort of my my main life of being there, and I, I grew up at the hotel from the age of eight. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. after school and A levels, progressed into the kitchen. As a, I, I worked in a few other places, but at quite a young age, I think I was 21 when I took over the kitchen at the hotel. Okay. Gosh, wow. And what, how did you sort of, I suppose, what, what motivated you to get involved in, in cooking, really? I fell into it a little bit, to be honest. I think it's one of them growing up in a family business, you. You just learn so much about it. I think it just becomes second nature. Um, I wasn't. I don't have that story about oh, you know I always dreamed of being a chef. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I was about fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Um, but I started, you know, helping in the hotel, and I've always enjoyed being a part of it. And you know, I saw my mum working very hard and building the business and you know not not feeling like you had to do it but it's a, a little bit like your duty to take that on yes uh, yeah. and it was more I found I started doing a bit in the kitchen just to with a view to sort of running the whole business it would be good to have a, a bit of knowledge in that area mm-hmm. yeah but, I, but once I was doing it I found I had quite a passion for it and really enjoyed it so Quite a long period until about six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I really got to the point of I needed to let the other people in, in our team progress and they concentrate on sort of running all the businesses. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, that's really interesting. So, um, when you were growing up, so what, did you have a Saturday job at the hotel and did you get paid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or did so they I make you work for free? Much, yeah. <laughs> I remember I think my first shift was. Uh, New Year's Eve when I was about 13 in the pot wash. Yeah. Oh, what a well, yeah. That's a really good... Yeah, that's I'm a... 25 or something. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, are you, are you, you're self-taught all the, all the cooking, are you? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? yeah. Wow. I did my college. I just taught on the job, really. So, um, I, I mean, that is one of the wonderful things about being a chef. You can, you're just constantly learning. So, yeah. You know, whatever level you're at, um, you, know, you learn from each other or, you know, some chefs are lucky enough to sort of move, move around and work under some really good chefs. And you, it is, a, you know, you just train constantly on the job. And I think that used to be, you know, that is one of my favourite things about it. I think one of the real sort of bonuses that you, that you can be so creative and, and keep learning. Definitely, definitely yeah. yeah definitely no I think that's a really wonderful story and I think starting like you say at the pot wash and then yeah. working your way up and now obviously I, I guess are you sort of overseeing the whole so you're overseeing the whole business now are you yeah so about I think about 10 years ago my mum and dad started trying to take a, a back seat so for a period I was in the kitchen and the hotel and that, that was probably the, the hardest point mm-hmm. yeah it was too much, really. Cause I, f- I found to be good as a chef. I used to just think 
once I was trying to then manage the hotel and all the other problems as yeah. well, it just became a little too stretched. Yeah, 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 I can uh, understand that. So, and then the past sort of seven years, I opened the fish and chip shop in Thornham. Oh, yes. Sort of changed my role slightly and then um, more recently opened another two and the pizza restaurant about uh, which have been coming up to what well, must be about 20, 20 months or something. Goodness well, me, wow. It's flown by, yeah. It really has. And <laughs> yeah. what, what are 20 months as well? Good God. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were a little bit, we were all sort of queued up to do it and the first lockdown came and it was a, it was a pretty um, crazy period, to be honest. But yeah. I'm, I'm really pleased we went ahead with it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it seems to be doing really well. But but my main question to you after hearing all that is is when do you sleep, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> You're very uh, busy. It yeah, it's, it's funny. It's um, but in a way, like having the extra businesses give me a bigger team, mm-hmm. and at, at times it's given me a bit more freedom. Mm. Quite, quite okay. Yeah, yeah, because when you're working in the kitchens, obviously it's very long, unsociable hours, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's got better, like, we, that has really changed over the last few years. Um, you know, our, our team, they still work pretty long hours. But, yeah. You know, back in, say back in the day, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I think it was even worse before me, but it was sort of, you just expected to do 60 plus hours. Yeah, and I saw a wonderful photo, I think, of um, the the front area of Titchwell, Titchwell Manor, from, I don't know, back in the past, <laughs> and then day. now. And it was oh, wonderful. Yeah, to, the, you... the, the, the sitting room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's amazing, I really. I mean, it, the, the amount of things that have changed, and you see old pictures, and you can imagine, you just sort of think, oh my gosh, like, how did we... <laughs> what were we doing there? But uh, at the time... Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Same when you look at old food pictures. I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Friends move and days. Yeah. No doubt in another 10 years we'll be looking back saying, like, what were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right when you look back at sort of nostalgically at 70s food. Yeah, well, I put a, I put a menu out. party classics. I? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually put a menu out the other day, though, because so, my uncle used to run a, a pub in Hingham, um, and the menu was from the 70s, and the price of the food. It wasn't the soup, like about 3p or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, I think that's incredible. Like, when we started, you know, one of the starters was this, a glass of orange juice, wasn't it? Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because naturally things evolve and even if it's a return to previous trends and that sort of thing 
Um, yeah, I was actually going. I was going to actually ask you about this a bit later on about food trends. We might come back to it, but yeah, I think um, things are cyclical, and they. But you, there will there'll be natural changes in the way people eat, won't there? I suppose, like you know, going back to the eighties when things there was a big emphasis on convenience, and the seventies there was an emphasis on sort of you know fa- fancy dining really came to the the fore as people had a bit more disposable income, and then there was sort of um the influence of more world cuisine i suppose so um yeah. yeah it'll be exciting to see where it goes yeah i mean i suppose the plant-based and everything is gonna gonna be a big change do you uh, do you think have you seen we've noticed obviously you guys are producing at your at, at all your your outlets um more vegan and vegetarian yeah. options is that one of the biggest moves that you've sort of seen in the last few years do you think yeah, definitely um, pretty strong. It's, it's difficult with fish and chips. Like we're working on mm. a vegan option now, but it's, it's it's really difficult for us to do something. And, mm. and the requests are really small. Mm-hmm. Um, the pizza restaurant we've managed to do quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's just, it is really difficult in like a very busy fish and chip shop where you're cooking a big dripping. Yeah. And then, like you say if the requests aren't frequent then it's not good business sense really is it so yeah but it's horrible to you know you hate to sort of end up turning anyone away yeah yeah but i see it as i see at the um at the manor for valentine's you've got a full vegetarian um, menu there yeah and actually quite a few years ago i used to do um tasting menus at the hotel yeah um, and we would do a vegetarian tasting menu and I've done vegan ones and, and actually in that the more courses you have I think um, you know it's quite enjoyed in a vegan tasting menu or vegetarian one mm. I think it, it's often difficult when you're trying to create a bigger meal mm-hmm. yeah, whereas if you are sort of concentrating on sort of five smaller courses you can Sort of, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So much in each one. So yeah. If there's some mushrooms and sort of truffle or something, then the next one could be, you know, egg and peas and stuff. And it, you're not trying to sort of fill it out into a substantial meal. Is it is it a greater, in your personal opinion and experience, is it a greater challenge creating with um with plant based? Food, creating dishes with plant-based food, thinking particularly on the kind of finer dining side than than, yeah. than dishes that have meat in them. I mean, the funny thing is, we used to um, we used to taste menu, and we we sort of moved away from them, which is a bit we can talk about sort mm. of the way dining's going. But the, almost the standout dishes would be the vegetarian course, and hmm. that was sort of exceeding expectation. Hmm. Would be almost shocked how much I had enjoyed the the dish. Mm, uh, interesting. We used to do one with uh, like little Norfolk baby potatoes and a uh, marsh herb and the fish and the marsh. 
And I think people are almost shocked that they've, they've just eaten like a couple of potatoes and some, <laughs> you know, some, yeah. some green and really enjoying it because the balance of you know, the sort of fat and acidity and the sort of butter emulsion. So, yeah, they almost took more enjoyment because they weren't expected to. Ah, okay. Yeah. I've spent a few chefs and they get that. Um, it's a, the problem is, that, you know, that just do that as your starter. You wouldn't be satisfied with it. Yeah, yeah. That only really works in that sort of, sort of menu, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I suppose well, it's, it's, it's convincing people to actually try the the kind of the meat-free and plant-based dishes in the first place, especially if they are fairly sworn carnivores. And then yeah. if it's delicious, I suppose it would mess with their expectations a bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, it then becomes more memorable. Now, at Titchwell Manor, mm. you're obviously known for your outstanding cuisine there. And you've got um, free AA rosettes, haven't you, as well? Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is which is fabulous. Yeah, no mean feat. Yeah. Um, no, I'm very proud of that. Uh, yeah, and you, and you should, should be. be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what what's happening at Titchwell Manor this year regarding food-wise? Yeah, tell us a bit about Titchwell Manor. So, so big, big change. Chris Mann was with us nearly 12 years wow. um, and he, he worked up some sort of CDP um, sort of chef party so came in and did pastry and then worked his way up to sous chef and then head chef um, but he, he moved on in November so that's sort of big change which um, yeah we wished him well at sort of the right time for him yeah it's a different challenge um, but we're pleased to yeah we've got Ollie well Oliver Bacon Hilton. Okay. Yeah. Come back to us. He used to work for us uh, a few years ago. Oh, okay. He was the first guy I thought of. Another uh, young guy, sort of settled there. He's been around the country, worked in some really good places. Mm. And thought it was another really good fit for us. Yeah. Know, someone, their first head chef appointment. Nice. Yeah, wanting to sort of learn that trade and therefore able to get the sort of support from me. Yeah. So we're just working together now on um, how we want to take it forward, really, for the next couple of years, at least. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So that's really... I mean, that must feel quite exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I mean, that's... Uh, generally, every winter, we sort of try and reevaluate everything we're doing and, and look where we can improve and what we can change and, you know, what's working and what's not. Um, so it's even more so now with a with a new guy involved, and it's mm. yeah, we're getting used to working with each other as well. Um, but it is, yeah, it's exciting, and I think like a lot of places with the pandemic, we had to simplify a little bit what we were doing, make some adjustments. Like yeah. when we re-ed- um So it's nice feeling like we can actually get back on track a little bit whereas yeah. you know, I've just been surviving with it yeah. yes yeah absolutely I hear you there Eric I think this year's it, I mean it, it finally feels a little bit like things are more normal and um, hopefully yeah. we're yeah we're quietly optimistic about yeah. 22 <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I mean it's brilliant we're, we're really busy but it's um, it, you know the team just worked so hard and it was almost just managing a little bit yeah, um, we we sort of simplified the 
started where you know you needed disposable menus and yeah uh, i mean some of the it's it almost seems a lifetime ago after that first lockdown yeah thank god yeah so almost having a yeah you know it's nice to have fresh set of eyes on it yeah definitely yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose if you can put a positive spin on these things, it gives you a chance to, like you say, reevaluate everything, maybe switch things up, and sometimes simplifying things is the the best way to improve things as well. Because you know, they, yeah. overcomplication can sometimes um, be more difficult to manage. And it's yeah, it's just it's good you can all focus on on getting around that and, and going forward. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah, it's something I've probably felt a little bit guilty of sometimes as a chef. Uh, over overworking dishes a little bit. <laughs> How do you know if a dish has been overworked? Just trying to be a bit too creative with it, I think. Okay. Find what we were doing. Yeah, you know, maybe oh, yeah. I used to really enjoy like uh, modern techniques and mm-hmm. just uh, I think like I mean maybe I think it's, I mean it's maybe a bit unfair, but sort of looking back now, which. Now I think more people are doing sort of simpler dishes. Mm-hmm. It's probably the way the trend's gone a little bit. Okay. okay yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a bit like the other day where you look back and you're sort of like, oh, I wouldn't have done that like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the natural evolution of things though, isn't it? I think yeah. you don't know at the time and then looking back, I think we're all guilty of that in every walk of life. Um, yeah. And sometimes going I beyond think, perfection as well in, in an effort to perfect something. Yeah, well, it's... Um, like I used to speak to the AA inspectors and they'd you know, say really when you when you're sort of a young chef and you're twenty, trying to push everything and you're really ambitious and then you you, you probably learn and become a bit more confident. Yeah. 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 When you get a bit older and like the the thing with simple food is if you're just serving a pink fish, you know, a puree, one other vegetable, there's mm. there's nowhere to hide with any mm. that all has to taste. Okay, yeah. yeah. And work really well. So it's almost it's braver to, to put less on the plate. Okay. Yeah, that's such okay. an in- that's such a true way of uh, it's yeah. an interesting way of looking at it. And absolutely you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah where when you're paring it down then it's you're much more exposed. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. So, so my simple dishes in our kitchen. <laughs> I'm very brave. <laughs> They are not for discussion here, Andrew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and, um, uh, and you obviously have a, a herb garden at, at um, Titchwell Manor, don't you? Where you, uh, you use for for the the kitchen. But I I heard that you you're looking to plan and grow some more uh, of the produce at Titchwell. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we'd love to. Um, that's my retirement plan for my mum. <laughs> for your mum, I thought you were going to say for you then. I was thinking that's a bit of a way off <laughs> for your mum. Yeah, busy in the garden. But, um, yeah. <laughs> no, we'd love to. We're trying to get a little bit more land at the back of the hotel, which I'm hopeful of. But yeah. I, hopefully, I'm not digging what I'm talking about. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's always been a bit of an ambition. I think it's, it's, it's such a nice thing, like the more it's. it's more you can grow yeah. and it goes back to them having the confidence to serve the food more simply I think mm-hmm. I think anyone who's grown vegetables in their garden at home mm-hmm. you almost 
you're more excited to eat them and yeah you know you've got sort of more appreciation for whether it be you know the carrot you've grown in your garden and it's just come out of the ground yeah and it's just got different it's almost like an emotional thing compared to you know opening a bag from the supermarket yeah. yeah no definitely definitely it is yeah. a, it's a it's a it's a, it's a love, isn't yeah, it it's a, really yeah. is you know i mean it's not it's not easy it's fabulous growing your own stuff but um but yeah it take it you have to put the effort in and so when you sort of when you get to experience the fruits of of that labor as it were and also i think you know talking about the trends again the move towards sustainability obviously that yeah. massive yeah. reduction in air miles and road miles and everything all that's really yeah really good and really important these days isn't it yeah, yeah, definitely. And again, I mean, going back to the I think with the you're already excited about trying the trying the food, I think. Because yes. you know it's produced on site. Yeah. Nice nice story, isn't it? Which yeah. like people are more and more aware is the best way to do it if you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel there should be a there should be a move for, for if if restaurants have got the room, obviously to mm. um, even if it's just um, if they've got a small area that they've popped up with salad and things like that, it's a good to grow, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think even even uh, you know the herbs, you know, works brilliantly and very different. When we just still go out and just pick the herbs just before service, and oh. the other different sort of flowers are up, and then you. You tend to use herbs when they're out their best. Mm, of course, uh, okay. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, you just sort of, and that's the whole thing with like cooking to the seasons, so sort of absolute no brainer because, you know, if you, if you follow the seasons of the fruit and bed and stuff, it just, you're then so much more excited by it when they're about. Yeah. We always used to quite strict on that. We wouldn't touch strawberries until they're English strawberries and yeah. wouldn't use asparagus but then when we, when we did we'd use the load yes and you almost like as a chef you then by the time you get to autumn and stuff you're looking forward to all the root vegetables and the different yeah. produce yeah, yeah. yeah. you're I so right I mean if you live in Dubai you don't really have a season do you? <laughs> no, really. but I think, like you say, yeah. no. I think because this now, obviously, you can get strawberries in in supermarkets all year round, but it just isn't the same as when they start to come out in kind of the, the proper season. Um, you know, and and the sort of the kind of associations with things like Wimbledon and strawberries and cream, yeah. and strawberries and ice cream, and you know, you're eating them on a sunny day as a dessert, and they're a, a nice light dessert. And there's there's something about that that's much nicer than having strawberries in the winter. Yeah. And then when they come around the summer, you're, just, you're not that excited by them. No. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing special about it, is there? You know, that restriction that they're not available all year round or that you don't have them unless they're grown in the UK or whatever. And the same with things like root vegetables. And No, I absolutely agree. I think there's something, yeah, something really special about that. So, yeah, especially like asparagus, like English asparagus. Yeah. I mean, available. And then people buy stuff from Peru. Really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It doesn't make sense on so many levels. Yeah. And it allows you to be, I suppose, as a chef as well, it allows you to be, it informs whatever's in season, helps inform your particular menu at the time as well. So your menu can change yeah. with the seasons, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Talk about the menu of things. What's your what's your favourite um, dishes on the menu at the present time and and ingredients? Um, I mean ingredients. Probably the, I mean, I've always been a big fan of like the shellfish we get along the coast. So at the moment, like you know, I love cooking with mussels. Um, I think like the the other really good ingredients get like crab when that comes in. Yeah. And that's a thing that we, we try and, you know, you hold off. And the same with mussels, you've only got them through the winter and then you move on to crab dishes. Um, but I don't really have sort of set favourites, to be honest. We, we ate the other day and beautiful venison. That was really good. Um, I like everything, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I suppose it. that bodes well. Yeah, you yeah. should have a you should have a deep love of food, I suppose, to do what you yeah. do. Right? <laughs> and Ollie's doing a fantastic uh, like lemon tart at the moment. It's Ooh. really classic, really good. Yeah, you know, it's just perfectly executed. Oh, and lovely. We had that the other night. You know that that takes some beating. It's an absolute classic for a reason. Oh, fabulous. Fresh lemon in desserts. Like, you can't yeah. go wrong. I, lo- I think it's such a fantastic flavour to work with. Everything from, yeah, yeah lemon tarts to lemon drizzle cake to... I, I, do have to <laughs> I do have to make that big decision when I go out. Is Do I go for a starter or do I save myself for that dessert? <laughs> I was going to ask you, yeah. I was, so are you... Obviously, you said that you, you, know, you like all food, but if you had to err on the side of sweet or savoury, are you more a savoury beast, Eric, or a sweet tooth? Yeah, I'm more savoury, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I love, um, I love the starters as well. Mm. But I'll, you know, two or three starters instead of a main. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. yeah. I, a man off yeah. my own heart. I'm actually, I'm a big fan of starters. If I had to choose, if I couldn't quite eat a three-course meal, which which often I yeah. I can't yeah. always, I'd go for the starter rather than the dessert. I'm always really pleased when I do get a dessert, and it is always really delicious, yeah. and I do like it, but... But I'm yeah. more a savoury, a savoury beast, I think. I do seem to have got to the point where I can't get to bed unless I've had something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a terrible burden, yeah. Eric. I was going to say, we've obviously talked about a few of the food trends, and I'm going to ask you now, so a couple of things, sort of, what do you see as as sort of big food trends for this year 2022 and, and where is fine dining going you know sort of high high quality high high kind of caliber dining going do you think yeah i mean i think it's difficult to talk about food trends specifically for this year really like i suppose i'd have to research it but i mean i think i think like i said this plant-based mm-hmm. stuff in you because um, it does make sense and I think there's, there's some restaurants doing some really good stuff with it mm. um, and you, I think you see more and more now if it is a tasting menu there's more vegetable based dishes mm. I think that's probably right um, but as far as sort of fine dining I mean what I've really noticed over the last few years is how relaxed it's become <laughs> uh, okay. I think yeah. I think that is you know, trying to get away from it being a really formal, quite stuffy atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Really sort of 
Interesting. Mm. Yeah, you can really feel like, like if you want to dress up, you can dress up, but you don't have to. Yeah. Um, went to call by Claire Smith. Yeah. Um, that was an incredible meal. And again, it's really just quite a chilled out atmosphere, which I think yeah. I, I think that's one of the sort of big differences to quite a few years ago. Um, and I think that's probably where the overall standard and the overall sort of understanding of good food is just widened. Like more people get it now. Yeah. 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 Because it's all about the food, really, and not what you're wearing to the place, isn't yeah. it, really? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I still think it's... Uh, I think it's, I've always thought there's a place for both. But, and I think it's sometimes nice to get dressed up, but it's all... It, it's almost the... Um, just the way you're treated, and it can still be sort of informal and a fun atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, yeah. More high... I like the phrase yeah. you use there, so it's... So it's so it's really more high-end high dining rather than fine dining. Fine dining is very kind of, when I sort of think about that, it's very kind of, um, yeah, it's a lot more formal with kind of crystal glasses and no children and everyone's very well behaved. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but there is a distinction. You can still have, I guess, really high-end dining where the food is amazing and it's, you know, yeah. and it still comes with a price tag, which means you wouldn't do it all the time. Or you know, it might be a special yeah. occasion or a treat, but it's it's sort of less stayed, as it were. Yeah, it's a tricky it's, it's a tricky term than fine dining. Mm. Yeah. Is it quite old fashioned now? I don't know whether I'm using an old fashioned term. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> Probably. I'm not sure. Yeah, many places would tag themselves as it. A friend of mine, quite is Okay. Okay. What, what do you what do you, what do you call the the conservatory area then at um, yeah? Titchwell? What would you define your restaurants yeah. as? Oh. <laughs> Not to bring you <laughs> yeah. spot too much. Yeah. I mean, that's what we we're trying as much as possible to accommodate what our customers want as well. We've, mm-hmm. we've sort of settled a bit more with the identity of the whole business at Titchwell and mm. realizing that our real sort of core business is being a, a, a relaxed hotel. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say boutique, but that's another word that I don't really <laughs> <laughs> This is what we're talking about with the trends, isn't it? It's sort of how funny how yeah. these terms go in and out of fashion again. Yeah, we just want to be like a really nice, um, not, yeah, like a high standard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But again, like, as soon as people walk through the door, they're so relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people come to stay in Norfolk, I think, just to chill out for a couple of days, generally, mm-hmm. yeah. longer, maybe, you know, maybe one night. But generally, there's not that much to do. It always makes me laugh, like, what do you do? But you don't really need much to do. They just want to have, like, walk on the beach and potter about, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, you nice. Know, like, Soak up the atmosphere stop. a bit. Yeah, and then just have some really nice food and drink and, um, Sounds wonderful to me. <laughs> Sounds just as <laughs> funny. Um, and just get away from a normal life, I think. All yeah. the stresses everyone's under. Yeah, um, yeah. So, well, I was going to say, so food side, we are you know, trying to listen to our customers more than ever and make sure that we're giving people what they want, which is, I think, a, a balance of... Um, very simple sort of classic familiar issues um, as 
on the Monday. And then, uh, but trying to change that more frequently, so we're trying to change that every night. People seem to really like having a different choice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do more. You mentioned some other places that you've you've been to. Um, uh, what are your other um, sort of favourite places, not just in Norfolk, to go and um, eat out yourself? Well, I do try and um, go to London a fair bit if I can. Yeah. I think, I mean, not to sort of tell everyone to get out of Norfolk. I mean, Norfolk. <laughs> Is that I research, mean, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what well, I think, I think it's incredible the number of like, high quality places we've got yeah. in Norfolk. Yeah. Even just North Norfolk, where we are. Yeah. I mean, I think you could come, you know, we could eat out a different place for two weeks every night mm. and be eating like really good standard of cooking. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, I think people around it take it for granted. <laughs> you go to a good size. City, and there's not as many places, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we do, you know, try and eat out locally. It's a great style club, but they did the socius, been great. But the Guns and Arms, I've always been a big fan of what they do. Yeah, my friend at Dublin Dub, a really good pub. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Gin trapped at the moment, yeah, really good. Yeah. And, I mean, there's loads of other places. Say is your fate? Have you had a favourite in the last few years? Oh, really? I thought Core by Claire Smith. Yeah, amazing. Nothing else. Yeah, that was really good. And that uh, that meal we had at Clara just thought was very good. Yeah, yeah. But also, but uh, like a I think it's a Kai, can't remember. And, and St James place that sort of take on sort of North African influences. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that was incredible. Fabulous. And what would be your, I suppose, if you had to put together a, you know, the perfect meal for you, sort of starter, main and dessert, you know, your favourite thing, they don't all have to harmonise, but um, what would it be, Eric? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Here with the tough question, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, half an hour I'm Fish and chips, can you really? Well, yeah. Um, oh, you can't tie me down to that. <laughs> 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 I've been going for a long time on 
Yeah. Oh, bless you. It's like a roast. You can't eat a really good roast, can you? Absolutely oh, no, true. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely yeah. true. I think, well, to be honest with you, sort of staple, so, you know, I think um, fish and chips, I just, uh, I've got so much time for fish and chips. I think it's yeah. a fantastic dish on so many, yeah. for so many reasons. Um, yeah. I, I love a good pizza. I think yeah. is really is really awesome as well, and I think there you can get really creative with that. And like you say, yeah, roast. You can't beat a roast. Oh no, not at all. You know, Love, it's just yeah. yeah right. These are really yeah. And again, but also again that you know you were saying with an Indian a curry, a really nice, fragrant curry, as well. Yeah, it's so difficult, isn't it? Like, cut it down to. I mean, like really, really good roast beef, like, river beef. Can't beat that. Yeah. Yeah, and you do you do quite a mean roast at Titchwell Manor, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I've always been quite proud of that Sunday roast, and then that's nice in the conservatory. That's the only day we've been lunches now. Ah, yeah, yeah. Is that for the winter, or is that going to change as we move into high season? We we think we'll continue it. We um, yeah, partly with with staffing and with um, Mm. COVID, and then when we reopen. It would have just put another strain on to do it. Of course, yeah. So it, it actually worked best for the business not doing it. We still offer lunches for residents and yeah, you know, sort of little tapasy bits. But yeah, it it made sense naturally. It sort of made running the business a bit better. Yeah. Again, I suppose it's going back to what we said about just simplifying it, isn't it? Rather than spreading everything too thinly, it yeah. you can sort of focus on. Would you say are your roasts? probably the most popular thing that you offer there would you say oh on a Sunday I y- mean, yeah what's yeah, the- what's the most popular dish that you serve out at Titchwell Manor I think uh, I think like pot and mussels are always yeah very yeah. popular because yeah. um, at the end of the day like, people are coming up to the coast they want to try the food that's from the local area I mean yeah. our oysters as well the oysters are fantastic yeah uh, you know we're still lucky enough to Bring him up, and he, you know, takes him out of the water, and brings him down that morning. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's, and I think with shellfish, when it it needs to be like super fresh. And, yeah. And, so it's, and again, then that that goes on where you really don't need to do a lot to it either. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it is like really confident about the ingredient. You end up respecting it a bit more and making it even more simple. I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, very good, very good. And as we're about um, a, a podcast about Norfolk, yep. um, just want to know, what, what are your favourite things to do in Norfolk, Eric? Oh, um, probably play golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, what do I usually tell? I mean, I, I play golf at Hampton and it's still like, amazes me how beautiful it is at times. Yeah, you know, yeah. When I, it helps when you're playing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not looking for um, You know, you stand there and think, God, it's stunning that the countryside to play, play a sporting. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think, I think just the beaches are wonderful. I love the beaches this time of year when they're quiet and dogs on the beach and it's all windswept and yeah. deserted I think it's quite magical mm, yeah yeah I definitely agree yeah so you're not 
you're not sort of sick of Norfolk being born and bred. Are you born? Are you born here? I know you said you took over the business. Yeah, I was born in Lincolnshire. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. But you must have moved here fairly young, I guess. If they, if yeah, you, yeah. So I was about eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still pretty, yeah, pretty much Norfolk boy now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You're> pretty... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're a big fan of Norwich City, aren't you? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, for your sins. <laughs> But they did. They did win on the day that you sponsored the game, though, didn't they? Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> we I did. Know. Yeah, I bet you were well chuffed. <laughs> you have to sponsor him more often, Derek. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah, I don't think we should get into a discussion about that. We don't That's a different it. podcast. <laughs> very, isn't it? Yeah. very, very different. That. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I mean, the other good thing with uh, North is that what uh, Holcomb offer. we've got a, a, a lot on our our doorstep and um i think the food is definitely a big part of that and the local the availability of the local produce because of the landscape you've got the kind of countryside and the sea yeah yeah exactly Yeah, what yeah. an experience. That's a that's a really good experience, yeah. actually, yeah. Actually, I was going to ask about that. I was going to ask about your supper clubs. Are they something we'll see more of in the future? Are you running those again this year? I think when, um, we just, when this, if we're definitely through COVID, <laughs> yeah. it's sort of, yeah, probably, like, look to do them again from the autumn. Yeah, 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 yeah it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it's very popular, isn't it? Yeah, they were good fun, to be honest. Yeah. And it's nice to offer something different. Yeah, yeah, because I guess, have you not been offering them for the whole of the last kind of couple of years, essentially? Yeah, I think we reopened with them mm, yeah. after the pandemic. Yeah. Probably, I thought we always did like sharing tables and all sort of crammed in a bit. Well, not crammed in, but... Cosy. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's been so hard to balance it constantly. Because even when, yeah, you know, knowing what to do all the time for the customers, and it was like had enough enough trouble going on, I suppose, to be sort of trying to hold like little yeah. event. Well, we've got a charity event coming up soon, um, which would be nice. There's a dinner, but um, yeah, it, yeah, it's been just challenging, really, knowing yeah. what to offer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I can yeah. imagine. Well, I, actually, I can't it's, imagine. It's probably been very, very difficult. Yeah, it's good to keep it simple until we know, basically, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And with opening the like, pizza restaurant and stuff as well, it's, um, like me personally, it's had a lot, lot to get on with. Whereas the top clubs generally take up a lot of my time to host them. Yes, yeah. Yeah. But, it's something that you can in, reintroduce in the future and uh, yeah. to, to great fanfare, which will be nice, I think. You know, like you say, once you've sort of got this year up and running and we're happy that it's going to continue to stay running, hopefully. Yeah. 
it'll be a good yeah. thing to bring back in so yeah oh well, we'll we'll look out for what you're doing in the future thank you yeah. so much for your time today that's been great thank you <laughs> and um yeah we look forward to coming up and sampling some of your fabulous fare soon definitely yeah. um and we wish you and uh oliver the best of luck with everything this year thank you i think it will be an amazing year thank you for your support oh, oh no worries yeah. it's our pleasure yeah okay. cheers <laughs> okay, Eric. cheers bye, bye. I don't know about you, but I'm absolutely ravenous now after talking Stop. about food for the last hour or so. Absolutely, um, absolutely starved. I'm going to have to make my signature dish in a minute. Which is what? Cheese on toast. Cheese on toast. <laughs> I thought you say scrambled tofu, actually. Yeah, no, we are definitely going off to make lunch. We're recording this just before lunch, and now we're going to go make it. Um, if you want to have a little look uh, in greater detail what um, you can find at Titchwell Manor obviously after listening to us talking to Eric thank you very much for your time there Eric then yeah. um, visit the website titchwellmanor.com that was uh, I really enjoyed enjoyed that chat and to find out uh, you know obviously the, the word find I'm, yeah I'm in the past uh, is well <laughs> what do you call it you know it's really it's really difficult yeah. isn't it uh, uh, all these terms, isn't it? Like gastro well, pub and all those sort of things. Yeah, from, you know, well, trends come and go, but it's not. Yeah. It's not a suggestion necessarily. It's not a suggestion that the food is better. It's just um, I don't know. There are places really? where you would choose to go for a more fancier occasion, yeah, or a romantic yeah. meal that you might not choose. But the lines are definitely blurred, and I think we're all more used to a more casual and relaxed way of life. And expecting good which food like. wherever we spend our money. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, which I like. And uh, I like the way uh, Eric mentioned about, you know, you don't want to miss that dressing up experience of going yes. out as well. The, getting yeah. dressed up yeah. and going out for a, for a meal as well. It's very, yes. yeah, it's very yeah. difficult. Absolutely, it? Yeah. yeah. Makes it special. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was very very interesting about the the plant based as well. Yes, yeah. Good for me. Move. Yeah. <laughs> good for everybody. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. Good for everybody. Yeah, actually. absolutely. And uh, you know, like a, like I said, I, I tend to have um, a lot of plant-based um, dishes out and about as you well. You do, yes, and yeah. um, uh, and they are really good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's really interesting as well about what we were saying about the simpler dishes that there's nowhere to hide, and that mm, you know yeah. you're really then yeah. being judged on your chefing skills cookery skills whatever i don't know what you call them but yeah because you can't just dress them up in sauces and other fancy stuff because they've been paired right down to their basics almost yeah. so those basics have got to be good nowhere to hide yeah, yeah. i like that yeah. i like that indeed yeah. yeah so well hopefully that's given you some um uh, inspiration for um places to choose if you are thinking about planning a special meal out and having been deprived of uh, of this sort of experience over the last couple of years uh, many of you may well be um, do let us know if you've tried any of the uh, the restaurants and eateries we've mentioned on today's episode, uh, or if you're going to, or if you just have any feedback in general, you can contact us via the website enjoyingnorfolk.co.uk, and we always love to hear from you. Yeah, and more new places as well. If you know, tell yes, us if, you, if you've discovered absolutely. somewhere new, yeah, um, or ones we haven't mentioned. Yes, yeah, yeah, in the whole the whole podcast, that'd be good. Good point, yeah. definitely. Uh, we'll be back in a few weeks' time. We're having a little break over half term, um, and then um, we'll be dropping a new episode um, on our return. So uh, until we speak with you again, uh, stay well, and we hope you continue to uh, enjoy Norfolk. Eat well. Eat <laughs> well, yes. We hope stay you well and eat well. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, and we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.